The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, World's Strongest Man, WWE Hall of Famer, a world champion in not one, not two, but three different sports. Mark Henry and I get into William Regal. He went a little long, apologized. What's Mark's take on what William Regal did and the surprise of him coming to AEW? And speaking of William Regal, we talk to owner and president AEW's Tony Khan right now on the Busted Open Podcast. William Regal, amazing. What a surprise on Sunday at Revolution. What a great promo. Maybe went a little long as we found out later on. Uh, but I think a great addition to AEW, William Regal, Mark. Unbelievable addition. One of the classiest human beings uh, ever to step into the squared circle. Uh, commands respect. Uh, breeds respect. And every wrestler that I've ever known that had uh, a relationship or interaction with Regal came out of it better. Like he's a role model for people like me that um, wanted to help run a company, not just be in one. And that that guy's man, you talk about helping the business go forward. Business is going to be on an upswing. And what's your thoughts on the partnership with Mox and Brian? Perfect, uh, perfect relationship for Regal. I think it is. I, I, I mean, like you talk about. He said sadistic. You know, you can always throw crazy in there. Like there's a, Brian Danielson and Moxley, both are guys that are not all there. They they're willing to put their bodies through pain so you can suffer. And if anybody's willing to hurt themselves to hurt you, <laughs> you're in trouble, guys. And they're together. You hear what Regal said? He said, you either step up or you're going to get stepped on. And that's not that, he wasn't saying that figuratively. That he meant that. Like Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson will grab you by both arms. 
He will raise his foot as high as his chest and stomp you in the face. Moxley is willing to hit you with everything that's not tied down. <laughs> He's willing to throw himself off the top of stuff onto you. Where where is the where is the 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 governor? Where is the hey we're gonna take it easy? There is none. This this is a a runaway train. And uh, I guess we might have to play some Ozzy Osbourne, a little crazy train. That's the we song might. you should have played. We <laughs> might, but well, Mark, you just said step up or get stepped on. Who on this roster is going to step up? What younger talent is going to step wow. up here? Wow. Well, I, I mean, my my young guy was uh, Dante Martin. Remember, I I, mm. I was very adamant about his talent, his skill level, where he could go, and what I feel like is in store for him. But in the same mold as a Moxley, in the same mold, Dave, as a Brian Danielson, um, Daniel Garcia, man, just seems just jumps off the page to me. You see the matches that he's had. Like, you remember the match he had with Punk? Yep. I mean, unbelievable. Lee Moriarty. Like, you know, there there are there are young guys that uh really talented, but they need an edge. They need direction. They need focus. And and you know, you in the Star Wars universe, they need a Master Yoda. Oh my God! If I hear another William Regal, don't don't star, do if it, I hear Dave. Another don't do it. Star Wars, don't do between it. You I'm, and Bully can I make my point? Star- Go ahead. You got the Master Yoda, oh. and now you have William Regal, a guy that can focus these men and women, because Andre suggested something that I thought was pretty damn cool. Serena Deeb. Yep. Wow. Can you imagine if they were able to get Serena Deeb in? She's already attacking the youth. She's got a talent. She's got a five-minute challenge. She's the professor. And what has anybody been even close? Nope. No, because the professor knows what they're going to do before they do it, and they haven't learned half of what the professor knows. The professor has forgotten more than they, than they know. There's an old term in wrestling called they've had more shower time than they've had ring time, and that is Serena Deeb. She knows the business, and I think that with William Regal, she could even take things back to maybe getting in the title contention. We said she's the most underused, Dave. Yep. She she's our, she was our women female most underutilized, even though she was on TV every week. When was the last time she was in the title picture? When when Sheeta was wrestling? When Sheeta was champion? It may be time. It may be time. It's time. It- and and if you're going to use an analogy, Mark, couldn't you use like Police Academy? Like say like Mahoney <laughs> and High, like Mahoney and Hightower, the way they took those young cadets 
and got them ready to be a police. Like, can't you use Mahoney and and Hightower? Tackleberry, you know maybe I even could. tackle Tackleberry, maybe even. I, I could, Dave, but only the people 40 years old and above would know what the hell we're talking about. Hear what's happening around the globe on World of Basketball. Ian O'Connor, the author of Coach K, The Rise and Reign of Mike Krzyzewski. LeBron's on a bus going to a shoot-around, audibly complaining about the necessity of this shoot-around. Coach K pulls him aside and, and says, LeBron, I can't have that. You have to trust that I will never do something that will hurt our chances to win the gold medal. New episodes of World of Basketball, hosted by Fran Fraschilla, are released Thursdays on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Owner and president of AEW, because it's Tony time, Mr. Tony Khan. Tony, good morning to you. Good morning, Dave. How are you? I am excited, I am pumped, and it's always great talking to you. Thanks so much for the time. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a crazy, huge week for AEW, and we're going to have a really fun time on Rampage tonight. It's shaping up to be one hell of a show, and you're right, AEW Rampage tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on TNT, and there's so much to get into, but I think the big match and what everybody's talking about is the debut of Swerve Strickland going up against Tony Nese tonight on Rampage. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm really excited about Swerve's debut. Uh, Swerve and Tony Nese have had a lot of great matches together. They have great chemistry in the ring. And 
you know, given that Tony Nese challenged Swerve uh, to be his first opponent, I think it's a great match uh, for Swerve to debut. Yeah, and uh, Mark, I know uh, Swerve is somebody that you're very, very high on as well. Oh, oh, oh yeah, man. Like, I've, I've followed his career uh, through the Indies, through joining uh, WWE to now uh, finding his way to AEW, which, man, the, the guy has untapped potential. And I really do feel like not only will he be a great wrestler, but he'll be somebody that'll be entertaining to the fans outside of the ring. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, he's very charismatic, and I'm really excited to see how he connects with the crowd. Uh, and there's so many fresh matchups and exciting opponents for Swerve in AEW, so I think it's a great fit for him. I was very surprised he was available. Uh, it's not the first time I've said this, but... I really mean it. Uh, he is a great talent, and when he became available, that's a great get for AEW. There's no doubt. I, I think Tony, do do you uh, you also feel like Swerve with his experience in in the in music and in the, in the arts that he might be able to uh, be a good resource for the company to uh, to work on on music, working with people like Mikey Ruckus and and, and the like. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the many great things about Swerve. He's a multi-talented artist. And uh, in terms of music, he's going to be great for us there. Uh, and he's got a lot of ability in the ring. And he really connects with the fans outside of the ring, too. So yeah. very excited for his debut tonight. And uh, he's close friends with one of our big stars outside of the ring. He goes way back with Darby Allen in the Seattle, Washington, Tacoma, Washington area. They've known each other a long time. Uh, they both mentored young Nick Wayne, uh, who's kind of a young wrestling prodigy uh, people have been talking about recently. And both Darby and Swerve Strickland uh, have a lot of mutual respect for each other. And uh, they're actually both wrestling on Rampage tonight. Darby Allen in action tonight against Mark Quinn of Private Party. And oh, that's wow. going to be an excellent match. Uh, of course, Mark Quinn, kind of the fresh man here as Darby's been through the ringer in the last week. He had that crazy three-way match last week on Rampage that did really well for us and did a great rating on Friday night. Uh, and it was just a great, great match. Of course, Sammy retained the title last Friday. And then Sammy went on and had another crazy match uh, in that Tornado Trios along with Darby. And uh, we saw a new TNT champion crowned, of course. Uh, so we know that that tornado tag took a lot out of the participants. We saw uh, Sammy Guevara was really beat up on Wednesday. So Darby's going to go into this match probably not 100%. So it's that much more interesting tonight, I think, Darby versus Mark Quinn. And it's really a match with two of the more exciting athletes, two of the great high flyers in AEW. So it should be a really fun match. And I think it's especially intriguing after what we saw on Dynamite, the debut of Jeff Hardy. And, uh, of course, Darby Allen and Sting came to the aid of Matt Hardy. And then uh, Jeff Hardy came to the aid of all three of those men. So it's a very uh, interesting situation. And uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy are going to be 
in the house tonight. So anything could happen tonight on Rampage. And uh, I'm really excited to follow up on what happened on Wednesday on Dynamite with Jeff Hardy debuting or at least arriving for the first time in AEW. You know, it's it's funny what wrestling fans talk about. And obviously, huge buzz coming out of Wednesday's Dynamite because of seeing Jeff Hardy. We didn't see it coming, Tony. We had you on on Wednesday, and you didn't show your hand. And it was a great moment because we've talked about it before. Isn't it wonderful as fans when you get a surprise and, and something happens that you didn't see coming? We got that on Wednesday. But also, so many fans excited, Tony about that you were able to get the Hardy song as well. Uh, the fans seem to really be happy hearing Loaded on Wednesday night. Yeah, that was that was tremendous that that track is in a publicly available catalog and we were able to get it. So that was tremendous. And boy, Matt and Jeff both look great yeah. and it's great to see them together. And I'm excited for when we get to see them come out together. So uh, that's something to look forward to. And, and again, I know they're both in the house tonight for Rampage. Uh, so that's something I'm very excited about. And something that we uh, talked about on Busted Open yesterday, Tommy and I, Tony, is you can almost see it in Matt's eyes. Now, Matt's been amazing since he's come with AEW, but he almost felt like he was rejuvenated. I mean, it's got to feel good to be reunited again with his brother because Right, right, Tony, this is the way it's supposed to be, right? The Hardys together, Matt and Jeff? Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's something that we've dreamed about since AEW started. I think we have put an emphasis on tag team wrestling, and we have some of the great tag teams. Uh, what a great tag team championship match it was at the pay-per-view. I mean, uh, to have Red Dragon and the Young Bucks, at Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, uh, in that three-way tag, I think it showed how strong the tag team division is when you have three teams that strong on top. And there are so many other great tag teams in the division, Top Flight, The Acclaimed, Private Party, and so many others. And, of course, FTR, one of the greatest tag teams in modern pro wrestling. So, And there are many other great tag teams in this division. And now you add Matt and Jeff Hardy, one of the greatest tag teams of all time, and it just shows, I think, tag team wrestling is stronger than ever, and particularly in AEW. Tony, we 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 talked about earlier uh, Matt and Jeff, you know, reuniting and uh, being able to have an influence not just in the ring, but you, we have people with makeup, we have people, you know, with face paint, the Sting and Darby Allen and Thunder Rosa. But those characters are so serious, and and they're more on the dark side. But Jeff, with the light, I I feel like he's going to be able to uh, give a shot in the arm to all the young kids that, with the neon paint and the like. Do you think that Jeff is going to be able to capitalize uh, with the youth movement of AEW? Yeah, I do. I think Jeff is a transcendent wrestler. And it's amazing because uh, even though Jeff has been around pro wrestling now for literally decades, uh, I do think he transcends age and experience in many ways. And I think he's somebody that a lot of the young wrestlers could learn a lot from in terms of connecting with the crowd. But I also think he's just a fresh, exciting matchup for a lot of the young wrestlers here in AEW. 
not just in tag teams, but also he's a great singles wrestler. He's a former world champion. Uh, so having Jeff Hardy in AEW, it's going to be uh, huge for the singles and for the tag teams. And it's going to be great for the experienced wrestlers, people he's been in the ring with, people uh, who have been in the same company as him before. And then you've got a whole locker room worth of people that have never been in the same company as Jeff Hardy that have been dreaming of this moment. So it's a really big deal. And it was a very fun surprise on Wednesday. There's no doubt about it. It was amazing. And, you know, Mark and I were talking uh, earlier on in the show as well about coaching. You know, you come from the world of mainstream sports as well and how, you know, a general manager and a coach have to have a great relationship and be on the same page. And a really great coach uh, knows how to put their star players in the perfect position to succeed. When you look at your roster right now, Tony, and there's a lot of different personalities, a lot of different characters, um, you have to put them in those certain positions and let them be creative. Mark was talking about a good artist. you got to give them that freedom to be creative because if you put a stranglehold around them, they're not going to be able to do what they do. Uh, I know that's something that you're very proud of doing is being able to put your roster in the perfect position to succeed, but also give them the freedom to be creative. Absolutely. I think that's a huge part of why AEW is so fun to watch is because we've got the best wrestlers, the best young wrestlers, and some of the great legends. Uh, and to your point, I mean, look at Chris Jericho, uh, the another reinvention of Chris Jericho, and I think one of the most timely ones we've seen. Uh it was perfect timing for Chris to come in uh, with a new iteration of Jericho. And he looks much better than he ever in AEW has. I think he looks like peak Chris Jericho right now in so many ways. Uh, his physical fitness is through the roof, and, and we've never had him here looking like this. But also uh, mentally, I think having a little time off, Chris came back really sharp. And I really respect what he's doing. Uh, you know, I think it's a prime example of what you're talking about. You know, when Chris Jericho first came to AEW and when I first met him about three years ago, uh, well, I guess I met him closer to four years ago uh, because he was actually one of the very first people I talked to about starting AEW. Um, he's probably been with me about as long as anybody, um, except for, Matt Jackson and, and the Young Bucks really were the first people I talked to and then Jericho. And um, I can't believe the transformation. I think it's just so awesome what Chris has done. He had such an amazing match against Eddie Kingston at Revolution. And then on Wednesday, I think we saw Chris take it to a new low. Uh, but at the same time, in breaking up the inner circle, I think he – created a really interesting and exciting situation now by aligning with Daniel Garcia in 2.0. I, I Which, agree. I, I was so excited to see because I'm such a fan of Daniel Garcia. And I, I really do think that he actually now needs a permanent in-face mentor. Um, you know, Regal, Stephen Regal came in. And I was thinking, you know, oh, that would be great. And then, bam, he gets put – he's standing right there next to Jericho. I was like, oh, 
Never mind. No, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, yeah, T- definitely a tremendous mentor that was right there in front of all of our faces, and it's a great pairing. Uh, so I'm really excited about about that. Um, I spoke earlier about you know we have a new TNT champion Scorpio Sky. Uh, what a great match, Sammy Guevara versus Scorpio Sky left us with a lot of intriguing questions at the end. Uh, Paige Van Zant now officially in AEW. She signed her contract uh, in, a, in a in a memorable way to end the show, to say the least. Yeah. And tonight we will hear on Rampage from the new TNT champion Scorpio Sky for the very first time since he won the title. And it'll be the first time we've heard from the new champ and also – the first time we've heard from him since he learned that he's going to be defending the title on Wednesday night against Wardlow. And I'm really excited for the St. Patrick's Day Slam. It's a loaded card. Uh, we've announced two matches, and there was another one that I had not officially signed, but it was heavily uh, implied, and it had been a challenge laid out, and I am going to sanction that match. So it's a great card for Wednesday uh, with – of course, Scorpio Sky defending the TNT title against Wardlow. Um, and the steel cage match that we've all been waiting for, of course, uh, with Dr. Britt Baker defending that title against Thunder Rosa on Wednesday. I'm super excited about that. And ahead of that match tonight on Rampage, um, a little preview, so to speak, uh, an issue that was ignited during this rivalry versus Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa is this beef between Jamie Hayter and Mercedes Martinez. And so that should be a great match tonight on Rampage on TNT, Mercedes Martinez versus Jamie Hayter ahead of that big cage match on Wednesday. Wow. And again, and, and Mark, and we talked about this, it was a year ago at St. Patrick's Day Slam that we had Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker in that lights out unsanctioned match. That was the match of the year, and here we are a year later, and it's going to be in a cage match. And I guess that's it's kind of fitting to follow up what we saw a year ago. And then obviously, you know, with all the outside interference, all Dr. Britt Baker's uh, friends interfering in these last couple of matchups, Tony, this is the perfect way to cap this off next week at St. Patrick's Day Slam. I completely agree. You know, again, the one-year anniversary of the amazing Lights Out match at the St. Patrick's Day Slam last year. I think on the one-year anniversary of one of our greatest dynamite main events of all time, is very fitting to come back with this huge steel cage match. Uh, certainly, it's a year in the making. And I, I also believe it's the perfect stipulation for the match, which is why I put this in. Uh, it should keep out all the interference. And we know... Britt Baker during this great reign. I don't think anybody could take anything away from Dr. Britt Baker. What an amazing championship reign it's been. But the one thing I think uh, we could say about her title reign so far is she has been heavily reliant on outside interference. So on Wednesday night, uh, I decided to eliminate that and, and create a level playing field. So it should be a great match with Dr. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa for the championship in the steel cage. And, and these two deserve it too, Tony. And I know I bring this up a lot, uh, but last year that match at St. Patrick's Day Slam 
was in front of no fans. It was just the AEW roster that was in Daly's place in Jacksonville. You know, we were still, you know, involved heavily in the pandemic. And now this match next week on Dynamite is going to be in San Antonio. Obviously, Thunder Rosa's hometown. The crowd is going to be insane. So it's crazy uh, the difference a year makes, Tony, for sure. Yeah, and this is like one of the real grudge matches in pro wrestling. You know, you see often in pro wrestling a lot of respect, a lot of honor. There is going to be none of that here. These two absolutely hate each other's guts. And it is going to be a slugfest. It's going to absolutely be everything a championship cage match should be. And it's been, again, a long time coming which is also how I think a championship cage match should be. And so I'm really looking forward to that. And it's, it's a stacked card. And, and we mentioned the TNT championship on the line with Scorpio Sky defending versus Wardlow. And, of course, that great cage match with Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. And also, uh, we've got three world champions on one team with Hangman Page teaming up with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, the world champion teaming up with the world tag team champions. We haven't seen that in AEW in a long time. I, I don't believe it's happened since Kenny Omega was teaming with the Young Bucks and they were all holding the belts last year. And uh, we're going to see that with Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and the Hangman teaming up against Adam Cole. And it, I think now we know his partner is going to be Red Dragon, Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> and Bobby Fish, one of the greatest trios in modern pro wrestling cole fish and o'reilly so i'm very excited to see that uh one of the awesome trios in pro wrestling taking on three world champions teaming up should be an amazing match and the saint patrick's day slam is shaping up to be one of the biggest dynamites we'll have more info tonight on the saint patrick's day slam and i just can't wait i think it's going to be one of our best dynamites of all time and people say you know we we do promote we hype our shows up a lot but when you look at the card that's announced so far i don't think it's hard to argue that it's possibly the strongest show we've ever put on tv like a pay-per-view quality card on dynamite tony the 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 cage match has a lot of significance uh the intention to keep everybody out and to keep the combatants in but in Texas, uh, the cage match has a storied history. And a lot of times they've been uh, really, really gruesome matches. They've been, uh, you know, bloody matches. It's been some really knockdown, drag-out matches. And I, I don't expect this match between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker to be any different. Um, but I, I, I just wanted to... To, to see that uh, there's no other stipulations or anything like the, is get out of the cage. No, no, no. Top? This is an AEW. The, you know, you got to beat the person in the cage. Uh, it's, there's no escape from the steel cage here. This is, uh, you know, I'm glad you asked. Thank you, Mark. Um, you know, here in AEW, the, the focus is on beating your opponent. So uh, escaping the cage isn't going to do it. And that's not what, there's, you know, that's not what this is about. Awesome. Um, we, we'll, we'll see a winner. Somebody's going to either submit or pin or knock out their opponent to win this match. And it's going to be tremendous. And uh, this isn't uh, 
you know, for better or for worse, this isn't the blue steel cage. And uh, it's a very different kind of match. It's a very different kind of brutality. Um, so I- I'm I very it. excited for it. But I'm glad you asked about that. And speaking of Texas and tonight, Mark, and wrestlers that you and I are very excited about, uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing Keith Lee on Rampage tonight. And he's taking on somebody who is not the most popular wrestler, uh, especially with the, with the fans, but not popular in the back either, frankly, uh, QT Marshall. And QT offered his assistance, his coaching, his services to Keith Lee, of course, we've seen Keith Lee has been going back and forth with Starks and Hobbs, Team Taz. QT was just in, the, you know, in a brawl with Hook over the weekend at the buy-in. So he, he offered his help to Keith Lee. I don't think Keith Lee wanted any help from QT, and I don't think Keith Lee wants anything from QT. So speaking of great wrestlers from Texas and tonight on Rampage, I'm really excited to see that match. Uh, people might not like QT, but you can't take anything away from his technical skills. So I think he's a very challenging opponent for anyone, even someone with all of the great athleticism and, and the power and experience of Keith Lee. Man, I've been doing commentary with Paul White, and he has nothing good to say about QT Marshall. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I, I, I got to be honest with you guys. QT also. And we all know QT's underhanded, and uh, sometimes he brings the circus to the match, just like we were talking about Brett Baker. Um, so in this case, Keith Lee, uh, he's not going to have that steel cage to use. He's going to have to keep his head on a swivel tonight, and I'm really excited. I think it's another great challenge for Keith Lee, who's been a tremendous free agent signing. So tonight on Rampage, we'll really get a look at some of this new blood in AEW with the debut of Swerve. And of course, Keith Lee on the show. And I'm, I'm particularly looking forward to that one. And I know that Powerhouse Hobbs is here at Rampage. So this issue between Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks, very, uh, let's just call it unfinished business coming out of the ladder match at Revolution. I think uh, they are both looking to get a piece of Keith Lee. So tonight on Rampage, there's a lot of interesting issues, and I just think it's a really fun card. It's a very diverse card, frankly, and it's a great look at a lot of the new stars in AEW, and it's a show tonight I'm really looking forward to, and it's the last stop, so to speak, on the road to the St. Patrick's Day Slam next Wednesday, one of the biggest dynamites of the year. Uh, huge Rampage tonight, again, 10 p.m. Eastern time on TNT, Rampage tonight, Friday night. And like Tony said, all leading to St. Patrick's Day Slam next week, Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on TBS. Uh, It's looking like maybe one of the biggest and greatest dynamites in the short history of AEW. And and guys, hot take from me, I actually like QT Marshall. I I love the way he dresses. I love the way he dresses. As Tony said, he's a great technical wrestler. Classy guy from Jersey. I, 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 I don't know, Mark. I'm a big fan of QT. Just me. Just saying. Well, we we, uh, we haven't talked much, you know, speaking about uh, Keith Lee and, and the big powerful wrestlers in AEW, we haven't talked much about, you know, we, we mentioned the TNT title in Scorpio Sky. I haven't talked much about Scorpio Sky versus Wardlow on yes. Wednesday, though. Yep. Uh, what, a, what a huge first defense for Scorpio Sky and what a huge challenge for him. But Wardlow seems 
like a man of destiny right now. Uh, he's taking his own destiny into his hands, and it's really exciting to see. It was a great match. He did so well in the ladder match. He was pivotal in the dog collar match, and I'm really excited to hear more from him going forward. What a great promo from Wardlow on Dynamite, too. He's become such a three-dimensional pro wrestler. There's no doubt. And the mic work was phenomenal on Wednesday. Not just uh, what we saw from Wardlow, uh, William Regal as well. And, and man, it's got to make you look proud that somebody, a veteran that's been around for a long time, actually going to and apologizing for going a little bit long. But my goodness, what a powerful promo from William Regal on Wednesday night. Yeah, that was an amazing promo. It was an amazing promo. And it sets a great example, I think, because everybody in the back has so much respect for him. And, you know, if if his interview goes long, it means somebody else might have to cut their interview or their segment short. And that was what happened. And it was very, very cool of him, I think, to apologize uh, to anybody that was affected by it, because I generally really try to keep the shows moving, try to keep the shows on time. And, uh, you know, that was that was very cool of him, I think, to do that. And he, he didn't have to, but he did. And I think it shows what a classy person he is. Um, and his experience in and out of the ring is so valuable. And I'm very excited to have him here. And it's just such an exciting situation with John Moxley and Brian Danielson sharing a ring together. It was an amazing match they had against each other at Revolution. And now I'm excited to see them team up. They looked awesome on Wednesday. And I think we'll have more of that to look forward to in the future also. Yeah, there's no doubt. And it, I mean, Wednesday's show was jam-packed, Tony. I mean, you said it on our show on Wednesday morning that there was going to be a lot of new stories, a lot of new feuds, a lot, a lot of new coming out of what we saw at Revolution on Sunday. And I think you proved that uh, with a, a, an amazing show Wednesday night with Dynamite. Yeah, I, there was a lot of great stuff. And sometimes it's fun to let a surprise be a real surprise. And so I think Jeff Hardy, um, people might not have expected it, but uh, it was a great show and it was packed wire to wire. And expect more of that from the shows coming up. I think Rampage is going to be jam-packed with great stuff tonight. And I know for a fact the St. Patrick's Day Slam on Wednesday also is going to be just absolutely jam-packed. So it all starts tonight, and uh, we have a lot to look forward to, I think, in the next week. Um, So, Mark, I'm excited to see you in the office tonight uh, for a great rampage ahead of a great main event. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.